I want to welcome you to another episode of the Connors Corner Podcast, the August 3rd edition. Today we got a couple quick little topics I'm going to tap on, but I want you to look forward to the Connors Corner Podcast in the future, man. We're going to uh, switch gears up here a little bit. I'm going to do a couple episodes potentially with one of my uh, friends, uh, Miss Nikki Williams, who I used to work with back in the day. Um, very outspoken, very candid, got some real strong takes, and we can get a woman's opinion on some of these topics because uh, as a listener, um, you know, she checked out the show and she started, you know, giving me some feedback on some things that she had heard and, you know, some of which she agreed with, some of which she disagreed with. So I always open and uh, welcome dialogue with anybody that may want to jump in and, you know, add to the conversation, man. You know, it's all just a fun podcast. So, you know, look forward to doing some work with her in the near future. Um, got a chance to maybe get in the studio and switch up the sound a little bit. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, on this episode, though, uh, I talk a little bit about the evolution of the NFL and where it's gone over the years since I've been watching. And uh, also going to talk a little bit about this trip to New York I had um, representing the 50th year of hip hop, man. It was just almost like a pilgrimage back to the Mecca uh, of hip hop to go to New York, check out the boroughs, check out a little piece of history um, as far as rap goes and the whole nine. Um, also talk a little bit about the gig is up, you know, the gig is up, man. Once you get to a certain age in life, man, you kind of understand your, your place in society. You understand, you know, the type of people that are for you, the type of jobs that are for you, the type of religion and spirituality that you're going to tap into, um, you know, what your regimen is going to be, if you're going to be a healthy person, if you're going to, uh, you know, be a crazy entrepreneur, all these things, man. So, you know, one of the things that's up with me is just like the behavior of certain females, man, when you try to approach them, my man, you know, typically you wouldn't be single, but you know, if you don't find the right person, you stay single. If you don't find the right chemistry, you stay single. You know, it's some trial and error in this, man. You meet people, sometimes it goes well for a while, sometimes it don't. But uh, over the course of all of it, it's a learning experience and you get to pick and choose the things you're going to carry with you and the things you're going to drop off. So, you know, I think everybody needs a little bit of enlightening, man. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I can't stand some of these females. They be on straight trash all the time. And (laughs) whether it's co-workers or anything, like, I'm not even capping, so... All that coming up and more on this episode of the Connors Corner Podcast. Gia. So let me touch on this little vacay I took to NYC in July. New York City, the greatest city in the world, owes me nothing. It was hella love in New York, man, hella love. I got to go up there and uh, visit some family that I had never met in my life except for on Facebook. I celebrated my homeboy's birthday, mainly part of one of the reasons we went up there to kick it. And also just to, to, to embrace the 50th year of hip hop and go back to the Mecca, the boogie down Bronx, uptown, Harlem, Brooklyn, 
you know what I'm saying, man, hat and all of that, man, it was love just being in New York and feeling the energy and feeling the buzz, all of it was like that, I mess with New York, man, I can keep the pace in that city, but the thing I, I think that I fell most in love with about New York was the fact that, like, for every minute I was there, from the second I got there, I felt like I could be myself. Like, so, my grandfather's brother, Uncle Walter, moved to New York. My grandfather moved to L.A., so one went west, one went east. But when I got there, I could feel, I could kind of like, you know what I'm saying? When you share DNA, man, like, you could kind of see and feel, like, I'm like, damn, I could see why my why my granduncle was fucking with this shit. Like, I feel the vibe, I feel the buzz, I see the, I see, I see the sights, I feel the energy. You know what I'm saying? And it was just, it was a good, it was a good feeling, man. And then when I showed up there, everybody in my family was like, oh, he look like grandpa. Oh, he look like grandpa. Oh, he look like grandpa. I was like, damn, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe, maybe what's in my spirit come from y'all grandpa and told me to come check on y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's divine spirituality. Like, that really be going on like that. So I just embraced it. But yeah, New York was crazy. They got the baddest women on the planet and I done been some places New York got them my lord on every corner it was just crazy everybody could be they self nobody judging shit everybody just doing them I could have my own swag every day it was crazy cause shit I was just being me some African cats like it's just the world stage it's the world stage, so everybody, the whole world is there. Every race, every nationality, every sexual pronoun, whatever you want to think, everybody there. So I had some African cats come up to me. They was like flipping out. Yo, man, yo, we like your style. We like your style. You got the swag, love. I'm like, damn, this shit was crazy. I'm like, what's going on? I ain't even used to that, but that's just that world stage, man. So they started showing me pictures. Uh, whoever back in Africa, the cat had the bucket hat on, like I had, had the shades on. I'm like, yeah, man, but that's cool, though. Like, I don't know. Everybody was just kind of fucking with everybody vibe. I didn't feel no need to change clothes every day. You know what I'm saying? Just moving and grooving at my own pace. Met, ran into Big Daddy Kane. Got to see the Jay-Z exhibit at the library, on the subway, in the tellies, just moving and grooving. It was it was a wonderful experience, man. And now that I know I got family there, man, New York going to be one of my frequent trips for real. You know, it was Chicago for a long time, but I think right now it's going to be New York, man. That's going to be my new my new stumping ground whenever I can get there, man. So, yeah, got to go to the Apollo, see Killer Mike and Cameron perform at the Apollo Theater in Harlem. Got to see the Adam Clayton Powell statue in Harlem. Walk Malcolm X, walk St. Nick. Autumn abs went the little dr you know what i'm saying it was just it was hella love man so yeah shouts out to you new york you don't owe me nothing but another good time now i'm tired of sitting here talking about women and all this shit all the time and dating and relationships and all that man but this shit is just getting worse and worse out here, man, like, some of the energy that these females are coming with, I don't even think they realize how bad they making themselves look, don't nobody care about your entitled ass wanting to be fucking spoiled, like, I mean, let's be real here, man, 
If you got kids, you ain't no fucking catch like that. If you ain't been married before. If you ain't been married before and you in your 30s, you ain't no catch like that. Like, these women be acting like the only valuable part of a relationship is whatever they bring to the table. And most of the times, that's just they ass and they little cute face. I'm getting confused. Money make the world go round. Charisma, character... It's how you last out here. Relationships, people skills. I don't know what happened somewhere along the line, but dating became like, I don't even know. It ain't even genuine. It's not even about a relationship. It's just about a one-sided chase. And I understand courting and all of that shit, but the one-sided chase me, kiss my ass, acquiesce to everything I want, and desire uh if you don't do that you ain't really doing nothing but still let me be a hoe and let me flirt and let me be all in niggas faces and do that but as soon as you do something that i deem basically where you ain't kissing my ass then i shut i shut down or i shut the door on whatever we had going on Man, what females doing right now, they forcing people like me and other people to just hit you with bullshit from day one, out the gate the whole time, and just keep your ass spinning in a circle. I mean, because the shit that they're doing (laughs) is almost leaving no choice. Like, I don't know what type of men they think they be dealing with, but obviously it's not guys that's thinking very well. But shit, if you want to play games, we can play games. Like, I'm all for it. Honestly, if you want to play games, let's play games. Because honestly, trying to get to know somebody genuinely kind of turned into a game anyway. So I got a great imagination and a sense of humor. I, 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 I actually should start playing these games with people just for the fun of it. And to get people off guard. I mean, everybody doing such shocking shit anyway. I don't mind shocking people with a dose of reality, to be honest with you, and give them some real-life harsh truth because sometimes I think people might be missing that good old-fashioned breaking down to get built up. Like, everybody's built up with this, what my pastor used to call unqualified confidence about themselves. Like, who the hell qualified you and certified your shit to be like, you really think you can act like that? No. Used to be a point in time we used to shame shame people for acting a damn fool in public and they know how to respond to to appropriate conversation be careful man i'm trying i'm trying to spare y'all ass for sure there's a lot of black quarterbacks in the nfl right now It's crazy to see how much the game has changed over the years. I can remember when, like, being a black quarterback was a big deal. It was only a few of them. I grew up in the era watching Warren Moon and Randall Cunningham. Jeez, Rodney Pete. It wasn't many. It wasn't many, but now I, you know, watch the NFL Network, man, and and. 
it's just amazing to see how the narrative can change over years, over the years. But every team, I look in Indianapolis, they got the young black quarterback Richardson, Lamar, Patrick, Tua. I mean, they just everywhere, all over the league, you know. Uh, and, and it's cool to see, man. It's cool to see. It's a good thing, you know. But it's just crazy how they tried to isolate them. I and then even with the running back situation, how they're trying to devalue the running backs in the NFL right now. Like, it seemed like back when Tony Dorsett and Walter Payton and uh, Eric Dickerson, Marshall Falk, you know, it seemed like the running backs were like the main money guys. I mean, even more so than the quarterback. I guess at that point in time in the NFL was more of a running league, but it was kind of crazy to to see now how like crazy athletic backs like Dalvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Saquon. You know, these guys are getting hoes. Austin Eckler out there in San Diego. Man, these guys are getting hosed on their money when they, like, just because of the style of play. So, you know, the NFL is crazy, man. And, and I wonder if inadvertently it kind of breathes down through college and through high school and, and youth football, if it makes kids want to, you know, not fall in love with the running back position. Because, I mean, here I was a, a shoestring football player growing up as a kid, and I wanted to be Walter Payton. Like, running back was the deal. That's the first position I ever played in, in the little league was running back. So, like, you know, just crazy. Now everybody wanted to be a quarterback. Everybody wanted to be a receiver. Everybody wanted to be like OBJ or D-Hop or DeAndre. So, hey, it's just a cool little thing to pay attention to, man. I'm, as you can tell, I'm revved up, ready for football season. Looking forward to seeing... Lonnie do his thing with the Saints this year. John Bay bounced around a little bit with a couple teams. Hopefully, maybe he can get into camp. Something happened as a free agent. But uh, it's time, man. It's go time. So I plan on being on the NO. Definitely when they come to town. Maybe even some Charlie games, man. But uh, looking forward to this upcoming NFL season. So, yeah, before we close this episode out, man, I got to send a special shout out to God, I guess, for our prayers answered. I don't even know how much I spoke on it, but it, it, it happened around Memorial Day weekend. But one of my brothers, man, James Lamar, that I played ball with in college, that I've been friends with fresh out of college to even when I wanted to try out medical device sales he's the one that kind of showed me the ropes and, and got me in the door to try to even pursue that type of career but my brother ended up having a heart attack uh in in may june and going through some surgeries and just unbelievable uh, you know circumstances against him and his family um and he's up there in durham north carolina at duke and uh we just got news this past week that he had a successful heart transplant and kidney transplant. So, you know what I'm saying? Shouts out to everybody that prayed for James, that thought about James. Um, you know, that's my brother for real. Ain't too many people been through my crib since we've been out of school, honestly. I mean, it ain't like no segregation type shit. It's just, you know, they either come through or they don't. <clears throat> but James is one of them cats that have been through here several times. 
you know what I'm saying? We didn't broke bread as, as families together. And uh, man, I couldn't be more happy and thrilled that he's doing better, man. And you know, when I think back about it, you know, it's part of the reason why I do something like this podcast is the fact that, you know, one day we might, we all gonna be gone. But you know, if you wanna know a little something about me, you can always, you know, listen to this podcast and, and, and it'll, it'll live on, you know what I'm saying? So, man, we wanna thank you for everybody that prayed and, and you know, reached out. And we want I want to thank you personally, Lord, for answering our prayers and my prayers specifically for my brother to come through. I can't wait to see him again. Hopefully we're gonna be celebrating soon. Well, that's gonna wrap up another episode of the Connors Corner Podcast. Like I said, look forward to the next couple of episodes. Um looking to having some guests on, maybe a different sound. Um we invite it all, man. Uh, also, be on the lookout. Your boy just got called in for some, uh, I don't know, I guess I got scouted to be a model. So uh, before this next episode drops, um, I will have went in and did my, uh, I don't know, my portfolio building thing. Uh, they sending me to some agency for a weekend to take some shots. So I look forward to it, man. I'm in Atlanta. Who knows? I might end up in a movie or something. I'm on the Old Navy commercial. I'm with it. Anything that's going to help pay these bills, man, I'm, I'm down. I'm down for it, to be honest with you, man. So um, stay prayed up, man. Stay worked out. Um, look in the mirror, man. Address your mental health issues. Address your emotional issues. We all dealing with something. We all dealing with something. Can't nobody hide from the fact that they live in life. And then life is hills and valleys. And, uh, you know, be kind to one another. You never know if people are on a hill or a valley. But always treat people well um, and expect to be treated well in return. All that, and I'm out. We'll see you next week.